Welcome to another edition of the Go Nose Podcast. I'm your host, Gregory McCoy. This podcast is by a fan for fans. I am not a journalist. I am not a reporter. I am not a insider. I do not work for a website. The majority of my content comes from me, in my opinion. Other information comes from the internet. Today is September 11th, 2020. I got about five different segments here for this episode. I hope you enjoy it. Lead off segment for this episode is entitled Remembering the Victims of 9-11. Before the coronavirus, it was the uh, one of the most tragic days or the most tragic day in American history. And, you know, um, on that day. You know, I had woke up, thank God, and I thought it was happening in my hometown. I thought I was like, is downtown on fire? And this was before the second plane hit. Then I saw the second plane hit. I was like, oh, man, what is going on? And it was just crazy, man. Um. You know, but we got through that as a country and, um, you know, I'm just, uh, I'm just glad we got through that. And I just, my thoughts and prayers with the families that had to go through that tragedy and still dealing with that tragedy. And I hope that, um, you know, whatever they're supposed to get. You know, health-wise, monetarily, they get it. And, um, you know, I just hope nothing like that ever happens again. So, um, I don't really want to talk about it anymore because, you know, (laughs) I just hate when stuff like that happens. So, uh, moving on to the next... um, the next um segment um so glad georgia tech doesn't run the triple option anymore uh i mean i hated that offense especially for them man because like i said in a previous episode they're one of the they're in one of the most talent rich states in this country and to constantly miss out on talent because of the scheme that you're running, you know, Georgia Tech could easily be on the level of Georgia. Easy. If they just had a different scheme on offense. They missed out on so much talent, man. Um, Georgia Tech is in a better location than Georgia. Um, so there's no reason why uh, Georgia Tech shouldn't be competing for ACC championships year in and year out. Um, so I, I think with the switch to a more modern offense, you know, it's just a matter of time now. If the, if this coach can recruit, um, it's just a matter of time before they start competing for ACC championships. And, um, 
you know, I'm I'm not bagging on their old coach, uh, Paul Johnson or whatever his name is, but you know that offense, it's not gonna work in today's football. Nebraska run it ran it forever, <clears throat> but they were getting great players. You know, you're not gonna get somebody the cal- caliber of uh, Tommy Frazier to come to just you know run that offense in today's football that caliber of athlete it won't you know he's either going to play quarterback and want to throw the ball now or he's going to switch positions to wide receiver or something so um you just got to keep that in mind when you you know the naval the uh, military schools can run it because you know their athletes are um, committed to the military so um they they you know they play for the love of the game whereas most of your you know other schools their players they're trying to get to the NFL so you know just glad that um Georgia Tech can be competitive in the state of Georgia and not let the Georgia Bulldogs hog all the talent. So let me know what you think about that segment. Uh, Next um, segment, I think Florida State should dominate this game, but they won't. And that's that's been the – when was the last game that Florida State just – I mean, an ACC team – when was the last ACC team we just flat out dominated? It's been years. Um, like I said a couple of days ago, I think Georgia Tech is going to play a spirited game. I don't think they're just going to come in here and lay down. Um, even with the 3-9 and nine record last season, they came out and competed every week. There was no let down and you know that's the type of attitude that um uh florida state needs to have you know regardless of wins or losses come out and compete hard every game and i promise you florida state ain't gonna go three and nine if they come out and play as hard as they can uh for 60 minutes every game. I promise you. They, they'll they probably go 7-4. and four. Maybe no Florida Gators. Well, they got Notre Dame. So, I'm going to say, yeah. 7-4. They're going to lose to Clemson. They're going to lose to Notre Dame. And they'll probably lose two other games that they're not supposed to lose. But if they come in and play as hard as they can. And James Blackman... Um, is smart with the football. I, I, I'll say they're playing 11 games. They'll win seven or eight games, man. That's what I think. Um, but it's just Norvell has to change the mindset of this team. And maybe he has changed the mindset of this team. Um, that's That's the biggest thing in year one. Getting these guys to play hard for 60 minutes. Getting these guys to play smart 
for 60 minutes. Um, under Willie Taggart, they did not do that. So we'll have to see, man. I'm I'm real anxious to see. We're two days away, and um, like I said, the the anxiety of uh, of a uh, game week. Um, side note, side note. Um, I didn't mean to jump right into the Florida State stuff. I had some other stuff that I wanted to say. Uh, tonight, uh, Chiefs versus Texans. Um, NFL kickoff, man. Uh, just glad football is back, man. Like, you just don't know what it does for me. Fantasy football, something to look forward to every week. Stress reliever. Uh, just glad it's back. So I wanted to throw that in there. I also wanted to throw in there this thing about um, Trump knowing about the coronavirus and knowing exactly what it was very early on. Um, that's sad, man. I mean, it's real sad that he didn't give us that information. Um, I understand he wanted to protect the country. I understand he didn't want everything to go into a frenzy. I understand that, but you have a responsibility to the American people, man. And many lives could have been saved if you would have done your job. I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I hate both of you, honestly. Um, but I, I just take, I just call it right down the middle, and I, I use a common sense approach when it comes to politics. I'm not a, I'm not a Joe Biden fan either. If that if that makes the Republicans feel good, I'm not I'm not a Joe Biden fan. Um, but, you know, Trump had that information and he didn't disclose it. And it's crazy. It's not good. They saying 80 percent of the people killed could have been saved if he would have disclosed that information. OK, that's black people, that's white people, that's um, Hispanic people. You know, just people in general. I care about the lives regardless of color. So, um, you know, very disappointed in our president. So, now that I've said that, let's get back to the the real stuff. Um, not the not the real stuff, but you know, the reason why you're probably listening. Um, next segment is entitled "A Lot of Depth Defensively." For Florida State, I expect a good game. I, I think the defense is going to have to carry this team for the first couple of games, maybe half of the games, um, while the offense finds its footing. Um, a lot of depth on the defensive line, a lot of depth at linebacker, a lot of depth at uh, defensive back. So we we can't use the excuse this year where we play hard all in the first half and we just ran out of gas. That's not gonna work this season. Like, I'm I'm not expecting, you know, nineteen nineties Florida State defense, but I think we can play this year with the with the with the depth that we have, I think we can play two thousand thirteen, fourteen 
type defense where we're actually competing um, in games and stopping teams. I think we can play that level of defense. I don't think that's I don't think that's asking for too much. I think with the with the talent that you have on defense now, it shouldn't this shouldn't be an issue. Um But um We'll see, man. Like I said, um I know Marvin Wilson's gonna come out and play hard. I know that first string defensive line is gonna come out and play hard. But it's all about the rotation and keeping those guys fresh. Um, you got a lot of depth at linebacker. You got some veterans. You got some young guys. Um, I, I expect I expect a, a great game defensively or a good game defensively. I really do. Um, you know, I think they can hold Georgia Tech to 14 points, 17 points and force, you know, several three and outs. Um, and that would be that would be a tremendous uh, game for this defense, um, but it's all about can the offense keep them fresh? That's, that's what it's all about. Can the can the offense and mainly the quarterback and the offensive line? It's really the offensive line because James Blackman can find the open guy if he has time, but he 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 likes to stand there all day. And try to make the big play instead of taking what the defense gives him. So, you know, it's that's like a um, catch twenty two situation. Um, he has to get rid of the football when the big play isn't there, and you can't always look for the big play. You have to make the smart play, and um, we'll see. We'll see how much James Blackman has grown in the last. Nine months as a as a uh, quarterback. All right. Uh, last segment for this episode: impact player predictions uh, for Florida State. Um, and I don't know Georgia Tech's team well enough to sit here and pick an impact player. And I'm not just gonna get on YouTube and watch some film and say, "Hey, this guy's gonna be an impact impact player." I, I've I haven't watched a Georgia Tech game in since like Calvin Johnson. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest with you. So I don't know anything about Georgia Tech to say, hey, um, they're gonna have an impact play. Now their quarterback is probably gonna be the guy, but um, they've got a good running back too. But I'm not gonna. I can't pick him because I don't. You know, like I said, I haven't watched any of their games. Now for Florida State. I'm up for Florida State on offense. I'm gonna go with uh, Jashawn Corbin. I think if that running game can get going, that's gonna help James Blackman a lot. No Kalen LeBorn, so I really think he's gonna get, you know, 20 carries. I think they're gonna try to establish the run to take the pressure off James Blackman. And this isn't a power football team, so. Um, I really shouldn't say 20 runs. I should say 20 touches. Um, I think you can run on some screens, a lot of screens with this offensive line. I think you can run some some uh, quick hitting running plays, some some counters, you know, maybe maybe uh, some tosses or something like that. 
Um, I think Cam McDonald is an X factor. Um, defensively, I'm looking at, of course, Marvin Wilson, that defensive line. Uh, Kando, I think he's got something to prove. Janoris Robinson, he's got something to prove. The linebackers, Amari Gaynor, Emmett Rice, Jaleel McCray, they've got something to prove. Um, Nashville Dean's not playing. I think uh, Lars Woodby is, is out to prove something. So it's going to be – I can't wait to see this game, man. I can't wait to see this team and how they're going to come out. What's their attitude going to be? And I know it's a lot of fans anxious to see also. So, hey, man, that's the great thing about football. All right. Um, that's going to conclude this episode. I hope you enjoyed it. It's available on YouTube. It's available on all podcast platforms. Thank you for listening. Please wear a mask. Please social distance. Please be aware of your surroundings. Please do your research on flu and respiratory viruses. Please do your research on vitamins. And as always, go Knowles.